2: Welcome back to Not Another Mummy podcast. I'm Alison Perry and you're listening to episode 14. Hello and thanks for tuning in again. My guest on this episode is Susie Verrill. Susie is a mum of two boys, Milo and Rex, and she's the digital writer, a blogger, and a certified insta mum. Uh, You know, she's not really certified, but there actually should be a way of qualifying um, on Instagram, shouldn't there? She's one of my favourite people to watch on Instagram stories. Uh, She's really funny and she keeps it real, showing genuine mum moments that we all go through. Uh, So I chatted to Susie about judgement, judging others, and feeling judged, because I actually think that it's something that really gets amplified when we become a mum, even if a lot of it is actually in our own heads. Um we had a few technical issues recording this podcast and we had to redo our chat from the start. Uh, but hopefully I think you'll agree it's still a great episode, so enjoy. Welcome Susie to the podcast. I'd like to say this is the second time we've had this conversation because we were a good maybe half an hour into recording the podcast when my laptop decided to die and wiped the whole thing. So we were. It was really good. I think it was kind of award-winning podcasting material. I
3: think what we should say here is that 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 one was amazing and this one might be substandard but it's because we're going over stuff the exactly second time
2: yeah so it's the second time we've said all of this yeah but, um but so you're a mum of two yes i am you're still a mum of two, still a of two. <laughs> um your sons are milo and rex yeah um and um yeah um do you find it weird when you suddenly think hang on a minute you're gonna, you're gonna suddenly realize that all these questions aren't off the cuff
3: no, i recognise. yeah I mean I could tell by the little piece of paper yeah the fact that I've got all the questions written down but
2: um yeah
3: (laughs) it's very natural it's not quite as natural as you thought Susie
2: um so yeah do you ever have one of those out of body moments where you think I've got two sons and you kind of feel like a grown-up and you think how did this happen
3: yeah all the time so um I can get on I got on board with the whole I've got a child baby son thing and that took about a year um or just when people, Milo's mummy, that was another thing that the people at nursery call me and I feel important. <laughs> um, but children and sons, uh, that's that's uh, quite alien to me. And as I was telling you, I, I feel like I'm going to have to sort of explain, I'm sorry telling you the story again, Alison. Um, <laughs> uh, so we, we've got three dogs, three male dogs, and we always called them the boys. Uh, so Greg, you know. Go and get the boys. And now Greg refers to, of course, our sons as the boys. So there's always a bit of confusion in the house as to, we're talking animal or human. You mean dog boys or human boys? Where where am I going? The garden or the bedrooms? Not really sure. Um, So when you
2: have leads on your children, you're walking them around the garden. That's when you know things have gone a bit wrong. You've misunderstood what Greg meant. (laughs) I'm not against that. (laughs) So Greg Rutherford, um, that's who we're talking about. He is your partner. Um, He is um, an athlete. He is. Um, What is it like being the partner of an athlete, but also kind of being a celebrity
3: couple? That must be a bit weird. Yeah. um, So I struggle because we're in the funny space between... You'll have some people that fall over themselves to talk to Greg, and then you'll have other people that obviously have no idea who he is. Um, He's reasonably niche. Uh, You you tell him that.
2: You're niche, darling. (laughs) Yeah, uh, uh,
3: (laughs) Yeah, he's just the ginger long jumper with the big smile and Super Saturday, and lots of people do know him. But then other people, I I admittedly didn't really know who he was. But you start did Did you start dating him before Super Saturday? Because no. You, oh, really? After After. But that was such such a big moment. How did you? Yeah. How were you not aware of him? Well, I was at a wedding and I was really drunk. Ah. Oh. Yeah. So I um watched the Olympics, but missed Super Saturday, and I was gutted. Uh, I was at a wedding, um, I was at two weddings actually, so I was really drunk, multitasking, and I, and, uh, I went home and my mum said, oh it was amazing, Mo one, Jess one, and the smiliest ginger bloke, I don't think he expected it. <laughs> <laughs> he won there's my mum you know all the knowledge on long jump there the ginger underdog yeah the ginger <laughs> underdog who went into it ex- fully expecting to win but uh, according to my mum you know just some random bloke rocked up and gave it a whirl and, and got there some Milton Keynes yeah well done well done Bletchley Greg um, so that was all I had to go on and then um, Halloween so it's coming up uh, Halloween five years ago um, a mutual friend that we had um, told him to follow me on Twitter because he thought I was funny, and I remember just saying to my friend, "I think he's something to do with the Olympics." I th- oh, he's yeah he's, thats ginger guy. Yeah, he wasn't really my type. <laughs> Quite liked a d- dark, dark, tall, handsome stranger, rugby player. Um, so yeah, I was like, oh, "We'll go out," and uh, yeah, we did. And anyway, so the rest is history. And um, so it's it's difficult. In some ways, being a known couple, especially because we're in Milton Keynes and he's very much a local boy. So we'll get questions as to, you know, when we're wandering around, around Wilco's trying to get bargain washing powder. I go there for all my all of my uh, under-the-sink stuff. I love Wilco's. I mean, it's wonderful. Yeah. Why pay more when you can pay £3? Yeah.
2: But also, not, not just that. Just, like, random bits and pieces. Like, yeah. I don't know, like, crafting materials or yep.
3: colouring pens or just random thing Oh, i just love Wilco's. i got a really good copper fruit bowl Ooh. which is now a snack bowl um out in the kitchen i didn't know i needed it but i did yeah and it was three pounds and it's really nice um so we often great so for instance greg can't go into wilco's with me because people get really affronted by the fact that an Olympian is trying to get bargain produce. How dare he? Why are you not travelling into London for Whole Foods? This is what we get. So um, that we find difficult because we are just a normal family. Yes, we have certain luxuries and we can afford certain things that others can't. We're very lucky and we've worked hard. Greg, Greg's worked hard. Um, You've worked hard too, Susie. That's not, that's not you know, belittle well, yourself. No, but I mean, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to afford the lifestyle that maybe that we have. Yeah. Uh maybe. you know just off the back of me. I don't I'm not sure that my my blogger wages would uh, would allow for first class travel. So we we're, we're very lucky but we are just a very ordinary family. We take Milo to the farm around here. We have to go shopping. I shop in M&S, you know. Um and I did see a few comments um I, I get it quite frequently where people say that um I don't live the life of a, of a real mum or that I don't have the understanding of a real mum and the struggles and blah 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 and I find that quite difficult when I'm trying to make breakfast for a toddler who's cross because he doesn't want to watch Octonauts and then I've got um, a baby on my hip who can't hold his own head up and he's getting cross because he's got the cold that my toddler's got and then my other half isn't here to help me um... Also I kind of think I kind of think
2: that It'd be different if you had a nanny, a chef, a, you know, a chauffeur, like all mm. of that stuff, then obviously you wouldn't be able to appreciate what being a regular everyday mum yeah. was like. But yeah. having an athlete's boyfriend and being able to afford certain luxuries doesn't mean that you're not facing the same struggles.
3: No, that your and is it's facing. because we are in that middle ground, and believe me, there will be. I'm doing air quotes here, celebrities that are just like me and Greg, who you will see on Instagram who might actually only share their their best bits, Um, who won't have a cleaner, who won't have a nanny, who won't have help, um, or not as frequently as you might think, who are going to all these glamorous events and doing all this fun stuff and travelling, but they're still being an ordinary family it's just part of their lifestyle Mm. so while while one person might get up at seven and go to work come back at five you know people like Greg won't be but it it doesn't mean that he's not being a dad and that he's not sweating running after his son up and down the supermarket it you know we're all trying to do it we're fair enough if you like I don't know Cher or Mariah Carey I'm sure they've got help yeah but um so, e- so everyone has to has to parent still. What you're saying is you're not on that Mariah Carey level yet. I'm not yet, but I am hoping. That's the goal. Soon, I'd like I like I imagine that one day I will be laying on a chaise lounge with a fur bikini, and my you, children would just be taken care of. You've got to have goals. Yeah, that's mine.
2: Excellent. Um, so you blog at My Milo and Me, mm. and your Instagram is Susie J Verrall. Susie J. Susie J. Um, I do have a friend who thought your name... I have told you this in the past, but I've got a friend who was like, how do you pronounce her surname? It's like Javril. I'm like, no, I think J is her middle initial. (laughs) I do
3: love that. Susie Javril. That makes me sound quite exotic. Or Dutch. Or Dutch, yeah. (laughs) Which is exotic. Yeah, that is exotic. I had uh, the lady at the, the receptionist at the dentist the other day, she said, oh, Feral. Where's that from? Do you know what? It's just from Northern England. Is it? Yeah, it's not French. <laughs> I like to tell people it is. Like it's, high, from, it's from Yorkshire. It's like Highest Bouquet.
2: You can be very ill. Very <laughs> yes. um, So yeah, it's your blog is My Milo and
3: Me. Mm. How does Rex feel about this? He's pretty pissy. He's not happy. Um, it is having a rebrand. I would just like to say that now. It was meant to have a rebrand before he came out.
2: Before he came out. Before he
3: came out. He came out. But uh, he came out earlier than we were expecting and... I just didn't get it done and I'm one of those people that someone does my logo, someone creates my blog, I also have a host, Uh, I'm not tech savvy. I think that's fine though I think the, it's not like you're only an
2: authentic blogger if you are there doing it all yourself like. no but I admire those that do
3: the coding and everything mm. that's not me so I have to work to other people's time scales as well and they're all putting things together for yeah. me so
2: I love it how these days though that is the reality of being a blogger that you know you're there getting your logo rebranded and you know back in the day when I started I don't even know how I I don't even think I had a logo I think I just had like the word at the top of my blog I just typed it in. yeah um yeah but nowadays it's,
3: it's a whole different world I know well now now it's like you've got to have a website haven't you mm. you've got a website that people want to go to not just um not just a blog with some words on it so yeah it's quite quite a business
2: but Instagram seems to have really taken off for you like you've mm. got, how many followers have you got?
3: Nearly 60,000. You are kidding. No. It's clearly a
2: while since I've checked your Instagram <laughs> followers, Susie. Come time. on. I thought you up. were about 30. No.
3: Wow. Yeah. I'm That's on, insane. Um, I think 58 I'm coming up for now, so not far. Yeah. It's, it is insane. It's And I, I really, really enjoy it. I know that some people are falling out of love with it a little bit, but... I just, I don't get wrapped up in it, and I'm sure that's not the case for everyone. My pictures aren't the best, like, they're, they're just not. I've got an um, an Olympus camera. I don't use it, really. Oh, really? Um, I use my phone because it's there, and, um, I mean, your Instagram, like, I think yours is, I think you curate your pictures really well. Thanks. So, like, I, I really do, though. It's like, it's a nice Instagram profile to go and have a look at you. Like, have got so much colour and everything slots in well, Um I'll have like a run of like a few images and I'm like, that looks good. And then there'll be another one that's really shite. Um, but I, I like the community for the most part. um And I love Instagram stories as well. I think since that's come in, um it's just really picked up for me. I really like it. I have to
2: say, um, I have had a number of people. Um, In the last couple of months, say to me how much they love your Instagram stories. I think I reckon a lot of people probably follow you for your stories. Yeah.
3: Um, Well, that's that's really lovely. Um, I just like talking.
2: (laughs) I think it's nice because stories kind of just gets it really shows that kind of three dimensional aspect. Like, so it's all well and good, you know. Here's a picture of my kids. Here's a picture of you know, I don't know, like a flat lay or whatever. But having a person actually talking to you and you I think you're really good on Instagram stories of of showing the reality of your life. And, yeah. you know, you'll be there without a scrap of makeup on, talking about something. You know, you will show I think it was probably in the house you're renovating, mm-hmm. you know, you'd be showing, you know, stuff piled up and you know, just crap everywhere because obviously you're renovating that house and that is the reality of yeah of doing that kind of thing.
3: Yeah. Well I'm I'm all about being honest and um, being realistic about what's going on with us, and because also it's fun and it's funny, and we do have a great time together as a family. And Milo says ridiculous things, and sometimes I'm just at home, and I think I've got not like, I haven't got anyone to chat to, but you know, I've, oh, I've thought about this today, or thought about that, or something will have come up on Instagram, and it's made me think of something, and I just. I like following people um who I feel like I could chat to. So she's mentioned all the time, but Anna, mother pucker, I just she's just like a little ball of energy and I like following seeing what she's doing and she's just doing what everyone else at home is doing. And I think that's a great thing. You you do get quite lonely as a mum and if you are just at home, it's nice to be able to just go, oh God, I'm doing this, or it's, I'm having a really crap day, or look what's happened. Like the other night, I put up a, a video of when um, Rex have vomited all over me, because he was suffering with reflux at the beginning. Um, and then you get an influx of, an flood that's not right, is it? Yeah. A flood of messages. <laughs> of, of other mums saying, oh gosh, I had that two minutes ago, or I had that last night. And it's it's, a really easy way just to chat and feel quite upbeat. I yeah. think it's funny. I was chatting to uh, a couple of weeks ago. I was
2: chatting to Michelle Kennedy, the founder of Peanut, the mm. app that um, links uh, mums new mums together, um, and we were talking about how social media definitely gets a bad rap for you know, you know, decimating society and you know, kids sitting there watching iPads and what what have you, but there is another side of it where it's it's you know connecting new mums it's giving them hope it's giving them ideas it's telling them that what they're doing is okay that actually just getting to the end of the day is good enough they don't have to be any better than that yeah
3: I completely agree there's look there's our souls throughout life so there's going to be our souls on social media Mm -hmm. and you know they're gonna think that they've got a platform and they will shout louder than the rest of us um but there's there's so much good to take from social media in my opinion you know I've worked in it so it got me it got me a job I've now had children with a person that I met through Twitter um I've made some of the best friends that I've got just through thinking, oh, they're, they're really funny and, you know, they don't live anywhere near me. But then we, we meet up and we get to know each other and it's its great. And there's, there is a real community and it saves having to go and sit in a cramped hall and hang out with mums that you've got nothing in common with, who actually don't even approach you. Mm. And I hated that at the beginning. Um, you know, traipsing to these gatherings with people who already had friends and just weren't interested and thinking you know these aren't my sort of people and you can scope out who you want to to reach out to when you're on these forums and it it, for me it's brilliant so the flip side of that is obviously things like the mumsnet instamum thread
2: Mm. um, which if anyone listening isn't aware of that um google mumsnet instamum and you'll have four days' worth of mm. reading material there. Um, and it was basically a bunch of uh, mum's netters slagging off mum bloggers. I mean, it started off with a bit of a slagging off, and then it kind of developed into a fairly reasonable conversation with a few little bits of nastiness um, about mum bloggers and Instagrammers. Um, and you got quite vocal about the the thread, didn't you, on your Instagram story, Susie?
3: Yeah, so my my response was fairly reactive, Um, And I did sort of just march straight on Instagram stories and tell everyone what I was thinking. Uh, I maybe, with hindsight, should have waited a couple of hours. But uh, I was also getting messages from people who were included in that thread who were saying, you know, have you seen this? I'm really upset. Um, It might be worth you having a read. And I I would like to state that actually... There was some good in it and it's it started out well with the best of intentions because it was covering the fact that maybe people aren't as transparent as they could be with regards to gifting and ads and sponsorship. And actually, it really did make me have a look at what I was doing. I like to think I was always fairly transparent. um, But now I outright will say I paid for this, gifted, mm. whereas maybe I, I wasn't yeah. um before. I'm the same though. Since it's, it's that
2: thread... It's made me, even though I've always been totally transparent about when money changes hands. Yes. But so if I'm paid by a brand to do, a, you know, a post, I will always, obviously, flag that up. Yeah. But since that thread, I've started saying, this this top I've I, I was sent this or it's the gifting, is yeah, it? yeah. Or like yesterday, I was picking up my hairdresser. And I actually put like this isn't an ad. Yeah. Like, I actually I paid for my haircuts. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. And people think it's silly, but actually maybe maybe people do want to see that. People mm. do want to see God has she been able to afford to get another change in bag? No, she hasn't. She's been gifted it. So mm. that that was really good. Um the what I didn't like was that there was quite a lot of input from certain people that were just seemingly coming in and saying, oh, gosh, I can't stand her. Um, and just attacking people. And there was also a, a comment about where... There was <laughs> there was an argument over whether or not one woman's children were cute. Yes. Clemmie Telford, wasn't it? Yeah. And I love Clemmie. And also, even if I didn't love Clemmie, even if I... Even if Katie Hopkins' children were being discussed, it would really piss me off because it's just not up for discussion. It's not part. It wasn't part of the conversation. It didn't need to be there. It's not fair, really, is it? No, it's and we're 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 all trying to just do good. I saw someone discussing whether or not we were having children so that we could continue blogging. And I do like to think, <laughs> I like to think Clemmy hasn't got knocked up for a third time because she's running out of content. Well, yeah, it's, you know, I'll really... a chat.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah, you and Greg need to uh, really think about this. Yeah, yeah.
3: Rex was just going to be called hashtag ad, but we, we went with Rex. And um, it, it really did rile me. And I was very vocal. I don't particularly like Mumsnet. Mm-hmm. I don't. Um, I, I struggle with certain forums, uh, because I feel like it's very easy to get a group of people together and for, um, for the ball to get rolling. And I think you can, you can rile each other up. Mm-hmm. And I, I often find that's the case when I visited there. Um, so I did go in myself and just, um, you know, make a few comments and and say how I was feeling, Um, and I was um, castigated for, well, because apparently no one had said anything mean about me. Yeah, they they were being quite nice about you, weren't they? No one had said anything mean about me, apart from one woman who said that I occasionally said i'm not being judgmental but and was then judgmental and i accept i probably do that that sounds like something i do um so there was all this that i didn't have a right to have an opinion because no one had been mean about me um but i was sticking up for the women that i've met in real life that i know to be really decent women and also i think
2: that's really important like imagine if the world was a place where you only stuck your neck out when you were the person being attacked Like, it's kind of nice, it's kind of good that you were there ranting about the thread Mum's Net, despite the fact that nobody had been particularly mean about you.
3: Yeah, well, I like to think so. But it was fine, because they created a second thread, and they were awful about me in there, apparently. So There you go. <laughs> I was quite upset that I wasn't
2: mentioned at all. Oh, do you but want me to go in? Could you? Yeah. I just thought, you know, I'm obviously just not popular enough that I'm not being attacked on this thread. That Alison Perry. <laughs> I'll I'll come up
3: with something I can moan about you. Thanks.
2: I That's mean well right. obviously we worked together a few years ago at Look and I'm hmm. pretty sure I wasn't popular with you then. So maybe you could dredge something up that I did, something terrible, like I asked you to work late one day or something hideous. I feel
3: like I should cover here. I think you think I didn't like you. And that's that wasn't the case. I was just twenty four, and I was permanently tired. <laughs> I was I was permanently what I thought was tired, and I begrudged I begrudged coming into a job that I couldn't stand. Um, it wasn't a great environment, was it? it but I certainly <clears throat> didn't not like you.
2: Yeah, I I got the impression. So I I managed the digital team for three months mm-hmm. before I was <clears throat> asked to leave. Um, and, um, I felt like you guys all hated me, but I don't know if that was perhaps, I just wasn't in a very good place myself. No,
3: do you know, it was because we all hated the job. Mm. It wasn't you. It was, I quit the day that you left. Did you? It was because you were leaving. (laughs) I, I suspected so, Susie. It was difficult. You had a young child. I was commuting four hours each day. And, um, I think we were all just trying to muddle through. We had so many meetings crammed in. You were expected to stay late, start early. Um, and, and it, there was a lot of pressure because you, you know, you've got the impression that everyone, everyone wants this job. You've got a desk job, at a magazine, mm. you're doing really well. And, um, you know, there, there was the deadlines you had to meet and you, the content had to keep coming. You were running your blog as yeah. well, weren't you? Yeah. Um, so I think we just weren't our best selves. No, we
2: really weren't. No. But it's quite nice that we've managed to um, stay in touch. Yeah. And we, we probably are versions of our best selves now. I hope and so. you know, Get that's that's good. Yeah. Um so you mentioned when you were talking about mum's net you mentioned the whole you were slagged off on Mum's Net because you you say I'm not being judgy but Yeah. So let's talk about that. Do you do you think you are a particularly judgmental person?
3: No. I don't actually, I'm very much to each their own and I really, really, I am, you can be as eccentric as you like, um, and, and you can parent however you like, inwardly I will probably, uh, be fairly judgmental. I think we all are inwardly, I think it's probably fair to say, we all have that kind of
2: inner dialogue where you're like,
3: (sighs) Oh, my goodness, look at that. Yeah. But the difference is seeing it out loud? Yes. And I think sometimes I can be possibly a little bit blunt. Um, and I do... I, I, I feel strongly uncertain matters, but other things I just like to talk about how I'm feeling and be quite vocal about things without really having an opinion. Mm. So I'm quite happy to just sort of make like acknowledge something yeah. without it being that I'm stridently on that team. Um. And I think sometimes people could possibly take that for me being judgmental. I don't know. Um, I like to think that I'm not, though. um, And that actually I do just sort of champion getting through the day in whichever way suits you Mm, mm. um, as a parent. It
2: is funny, though, because I do think that being judged and judging people is something that we do all through life. But there is something about becoming a parent that just ramps it up, it kind of magnifies it. And, mm. you know, since since becoming a mum, I have felt more judged than ever before. Have you? Yes. Okay. Even, like, thinking back to when I was breastfeeding my baby and going into um, a department store cafe, admittedly it probably wasn't quite a well-to-do, you know, pop- populated by elderly people kind mm. of cafe, and breastfeeding my child and just wanting the ground to swallow me up because I felt like everyone was like like you know like looking at me and like tutting right but then i do wonder whether how much of that was in my head yeah and how much of it actually was judgement coming from those people but even just things like that just so many occasions
3: where i felt like i was being judged it's yeah it's an interesting one i think because so breastfeeding i've i've never had anyone approach me and say anything negative and i've never really seen any negativity around me when I've been doing it and I think a lot of it is coming from from you yourself and Mm. and panicking or sort of picking up on little cues and thinking I wonder if they're thinking this or that um I I I think because the whole parenting umbrella is like there's just so much under it there are so many different ways to do things and no way is right and you know providing you're not giving your children needles or throwing them in a skip or whatever um you're all you're all just doing what works for you so there can't there shouldn't be this huge layer of judgment, like cloud of judgment which there does it but I I don't know that if when you go on Instagram people are very vocal and maybe I'm just not angry enough sometimes mm. but people do seem to have really strong opinions on things but then I wonder whether or not they're people who have really strong opinions on everything yeah. in every walk of life do you get a lot of
2: comments you get a lot of messages on social media telling you that you're doing things wrong or that you know can't believe you're doing this or or just like little kind of passive aggressive questions like do you think you should be doing that
3: <laughs> yeah well yes yeah, so we obviously spoke a moment ago about the fact that we both possibly vet our pictures sometimes you sort of damage control um before before the damage happens um you know if if i've got rex in a sling um i do sometimes think oh let's let's not take a photo because people might not be happy with where his head's positioned or where his legs are positioned and i just can't be bothered with that chat Mm. or um you know someone might be trying to school me on (laughs) um cutting certain fruits up um there was a blogger, uh, Amber, filler up. She's a huge blogger. Um, and she got quite annoyed the other day because she'd given her daughter grapes and put up a lovely po- uh, photo of, of that happening and then had been trolled just oh, endlessly on the fact that she hadn't cut the grapes up. Um,
2: Confession time. I've never cut a grape in my life.
3: <laughs> I feel like you must have done it once.
2: <laughs> I've never. A grape in my life honestly i'm you're, gonna
3: you just i don't understand how you
2: happen. i'm going i'm going to get you're comments so wild. Now. i'm going to get so many messages from people telling me how dangerous it is um my uh, seven year old has never choked on a grape and i know that that's not to say that she won't ever choke on a grape but um yeah never
3: never cut a grape up she's she's all right she's she's Oh, well, I'm, well, I'm very pleased that she's all right. Are you judging I'm, me? I'm not judging you, I promise. I, <laughs> my, my mum judges me because I cut uh, blueberries up. That's taking it too far, Susie. The, the, not, the, not the really small ones. Just, you know, the, sometimes you get really big blueberries. They, they, they are basically are they, a grape. Are they like grape-sized? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, she had, she had to have a word with me. Like, you know, people are finding you a bit odd, Susie. Stop, stop chopping things up. Um, so, yeah, I... They, you can get moaned at for anything. Yeah, you can. And we were in the papers, um, the good old Daily Mail, um, last year for what Milo was wearing. Oh, really? Yeah. Saying what? Oh, so he appeared on some footage um, for Strictly Come Dancing, um, which was lovely. He was running around, and um, it was just a VT of of him sort of teaching Greg how to do spins and things like this. And he wore a red T-shirt. Um, with black trees on it, and then some monochrome leggings by Fred and Noah, and blue shoes. Now, he had his hair in a bun, uh, because at this point, he still had long hair, and I was expecting a bit of a backlash about the hair, but we had so many awful comments about his clothes, about, I'm confusing him, um, that I was Kardashian trash. Oh, my goodness. um, That... Uh, I was dressing him like a girl. That I'm. I I only had a boy, and clearly, I wanted a girl. That's hilarious. So you were dressing him like a girl. Yep. just to almost hope that maybe he
2: turned into one yeah yeah.
3: maybe I'm one of these um awful uh modern day mums that thinks that gender fluidity is fine and I I bet I'm raising him with dolls and prams and. but to be fair they're all comments
2: on the mail and therefore you kind of have to discount those because they don't really they they, don't count no but which is a terrible thing to say because actually Everyone's opinion counts in life. Yeah, does it? But there's this whole breed of people, you know,
3: who will just sit on the mail just sending horrible comments. Yeah, it, it was, it, there were so many, there were so many. And um, they even asked me to go on Good Morning Britain last week to discuss it because um, Megan Fox's son, was pictured out in a frozen dress. Oh, really? And they wanted me to come in and have a discussion with someone who opposed my view. Right. And was,
2: was Piers Morgan going to be oh, doing this interview? Yes, because he was. Yeah. Clearly that would
3: be a treat to be
2: uh, riled up uh, oh, yeah. into a
3: frenzy by Piers Morgan. But I feel completely comfortable in um, in talking about it because for me it's utter insanity mm. um, to, to not to, to have a judgement over what a child wears. Um, so, yeah, that you can get things thrown at you from every angle um what can you do you can't you can't you can't be worrying about what other people think you have to just get on with it if, yeah. if we're just taking instagram um social media as what it is we're sharing what we are doing um it shouldn't matter what anyone else thinks um so be
2: honest before you had kids were you a particularly judgy person when it came to what other parents were doing? Because I was, and I, all my hands up, I remember one time when I worked in an office working alongside a lady who had kids. She left every day at five to pick them up at nursery, and I was really pissed off. Mm-hmm. I just thought it's so inconvenient. What if we wanted to have a meeting between five and six? That, that one hour of the day yeah. that she wasn't there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I was really, really pissed off at the time. This was, I was probably in my mid-twenties at the time. Yeah. And now I look back and I'm horrified at the person I was. And, you know, the judgment that I made that she wasn't doing her job properly and that she wasn't committed.
3: Oh, oh I know. So horrible. Abs- absolutely. I'm sort of completely the same. So I was 24 and I was working with you at Look... And um, you and the lovely Erica Davies and you know other mums there, and you'd get to you'd get to come in and leave when you when you wanted to, you know when when it suited you, and that's how I felt when it suited you. When it suited you, you could go and pick (laughs) your child up and have a lovely evening with your child, nice relaxing evening. Don't don't worry about us. us
2: horrible sweaty rush to the you know to the the tube to then yeah.
3: hopefully make your train home to yeah. get to nursery before it shuts to try and claw some time out of the day that you could spend with your child but also cram in dinner and, bed bath. and bath oh and, yeah oh i mean i had no idea but you don't you don't you don't have that compassion mm. because you've not been there and um I'd I'd go to restaurants with Greg, and I remember having this discussion. I think we were in a Pizza Express. There was a family, and they looked like a nice family, but they had an iPad on the table. <gasps> not an iPad. Yeah, the, they had an iPad, <laughs> and their children were watching something while they were talking. Child abuse, and it was terrible. It was absolutely. <laughs> we were never going to do that. We were never even going to own an iPad. We're not gonna, the, the children have an iPad not till they're twelve. They absolutely won't. Milo has an iPad. Milo is not yet three. Yeah. Uh we use it when we go travelling and we use it when we're in the car. Yeah. Uh because
2: sometimes you just need a bloody minute. You do, and you know, and I do think that it's that whole thing where you genuinely don't know what's going on inside it, you know, in other people's lives. That family that you saw on Pizza Express, they could have spent the whole day in the park up until yeah. that point you know, playing with their child, engaging with their child, and then they're kind of entitled to having 20
3: minutes of peace while they're waiting for their pizzas to arrive. Of course. That's totally fine. And now fine. that we know that. Yeah, we know that. Because we're in the secret parent club. <laughs> so, do you know, I, I love, and it sounds awful, It really and this is going to make me sound like a bad person, I apologise. I love hearing from pregnant women as to what they're going to be doing. Yeah. And just thinking inwardly. Oh. Good luck. Yeah, I really do wish you good luck. It's like they're off to war. See, I don't love that. I, I, oh, so I, that's why you're a nice person. No, but
2: I, I just kind of want to help them. I want to scream at them yeah. and tell them what is ahead. Mm. But I know I can't. And it's like you know, nothing will prepare anyone. Doesn't matter how many books you read. Doesn't matter. You know, doesn't matter how many mum's net threads you read. You will never be prepared for becoming a mum. No,
3: and. I just want to scream at them yeah. and somehow somehow tell I, them I want to come back to these women in a year yeah. and just see what they thought of of how they were what their take on parenting whether or not any of it worked out yeah because I I had real expectations of uh I'm not going to let my relationship slide baby's not going to take Take all our time up. We're going to be, you know, we're going to be out, and the baby's going to be in its own room, and we're not going to be having it in bed because babies who go in beds die. And uh Milo will be a fantastic eater. He's going to be brilliant. Um, we're going to be breastfed, and then he's going to just the the seamless transition to food. He'll be eating avocado. And He'll quinoa. be eating avocado, and he will not be having chocolate. He might have it on a Friday when he's about six or seven. And no fish fingers. No fish fingers. And it's it's just going to be brilliant. He's going to be in bed by seven every night. um, And it's going to be very relaxing and calm. And we're going to be strict. We're going to be fun. Hmm. And it's just all going to work out fabulously. And we're going to have four children. And honestly, I want to punch myself in the face. Because Hmm. I don't know what I was thinking. And it's laughable. Because you you can only do your best. And it's completely life-changing. Um... And you, you really don't have any idea. Like I had, I had three nephews, and they were with me as I grew up. I knew that motherhood wasn't going to be a complete barrel of loss. I'd been around children. Yeah. I didn't go into it with rose-tinted glasses, um, so I thought that I was prepared. I had no idea. Yeah. I honestly had no, no one does. idea.
1: Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time.
0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss.
2: The other thing that I always find myself doing as well is if I have friends who've got babies, I don't know, like six months, nine months, maybe one, and I see them doing things like going to the farm for the day Mm. or going to soft play, I want to scream at them, what are you doing? (laughs) You have got years (laughs) of this ahead of you. You don't do Not rush into it. I know because you know you have got time at the moment where you could be anywhere. You yeah, can go to the, you know, go to the supermarket and your child will be entertained
3: by what's going on around yeah. them. That is such a good point. That's <laughs> such a good point. Oh my god, I, I have videos on my phone of Milo doing like sensory play at four months, and I just think, well done, like that. That was a really good thing for you to do, but what were you doing? Because you're an idiot. He, yeah. I mean, Rex does nothing. But poor Rex is just, he is just (laughs) going, we're like, Milo's going to be a brain surgeon. Rex, it will be lucky if he's maybe makes college because like, there's no stimulation there. He comes along for the ride and he's involved in things. Um, I think second children are probably
2: much more, this is a massive generalization, but I feel like they're much more well-rounded. because They are, it's realistic. Yeah. You know, they're just, they're just along for the ride. And Um, I think that that's... really good lesson to learn as a child no
3: it is it's 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 with time and it's with experience now when I look back there's loads of things I did wrong with Milo um but but it's because I'm learning with him with each stage I'm learning with him Mm. I you don't know what to do it's like I, I spoke to a lovely mum the other day and said she's got a slightly older daughter and I said I'm trying to get um Milo to do like you know writing his name and things is is that the right age because I don't know mm. and I could ask my mum but it was it was a long time ago and my my mum maybe isn't up to speed on what children are doing these days yeah so you really have to you do you just kind of guiding yourself and it's it's difficult so also, yeah. I think it's, it's quite hard because we can't even
2: look back at what we did when we were that age because things have moved moved on so much. Like, yeah. when we started school, and bearing in mind, I say we, like, we're the same age. There's, like, nine years between us. <laughs> ten ten years, no, oh, ish, nine years. Yeah,
3: we're both really young.
2: Yeah, <clears throat> I, I'm a millennial too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, when I went to school... You weren't expected to be able to write your own name before you went, or do anything, or count. Like you went to school and you you were taught how to do all that stuff. Whereas yeah. now there really is a bit
3: of pressure to learn all that stuff before you then start school. Yeah, well, because kids are doing everything now. Kids are kids are coding and kids are doing things I don't know. Like, yeah. Um. Yeah. So there's there's a huge there's a huge amount of pressure on you as a parent. I think. Um and yeah, like I completely I it's, it's such a good point. If anyone can if anyone here has a child under a year, don't do anything. No. Just do what do what you want to do. Yeah. watch box sets. Watch so many box sets, because we never get to watch the TV now. Yeah. Not unless Milo's at nursery yeah. or in bed.
2: That's why when I arrived you were watching The Handmaid's Tale, weren't you? Yeah, it?
3: episode two. <laughs> <still kicking> <laughs>
2: Yeah. Um, right, okay listen Susie um, some quick fire questions for you mm-hmm. what's the best male online comment that you've ever read about you or Greg because you do this thing don't you on Instagram stories every now and again yeah. where you will read the funniest um, comments yeah. on male
3: online uh, stories what's the funniest one that you've come across okay well in fairness Greg only ever gets or ginger prick they're, they're very very limited with Greg <laughs> um, so that, that's all Greg ever gets or that he's gay. There's there's a lot of that. Um the the funniest one I've had about me, because I wonder I wonder whether or not this person does know me. Oh really? Um was they said I'd slept my way through the entire rugby England rugby squad. Oh really? Yeah. Um and, and have you? Of course. No. <laughs> um so I I dated is a very loose term. I dated two rugby players who at separate points had played for England, okay. um, but I don't know how, how anyone would know that. Mm. So I wonder, I'm thinking like, oh, who is this? Who's the eye? It's like Handmaid's Tale. Who's the eye that uh, that knows? Mm. But uh, we, we get loads of stuff. I've been called a Towie twat, I think it was, um, on one one comment. At least they've got alliteration. Yeah, that was good. Yeah. I think that was referring to the fact I'm tanned because I don't come from Essex, so I think that was literally just because I'm tanned. Um, Kent's pretty much Essex, though, isn't it? You're
2: from Kent. That's quite offensive, Alison.
3: <laughs> we are the Garden of England. I say that as somebody who lives in Kent. <laughs> <laughs> um, and the Kardashian trash. That was I. You know that I appreciated that comment.
2: Mm. Um,
3: they're never. They're never that funny they're actually normally just a really angry middle-aged person quite a lot of northerners they don't like the Southerners much do they so I, mm. so we get quite a lot of northern abuse there's a um, divide which i understand being a being a scot i do you? i do understand
2: the whole uh, yeah north south divide yeah okay <laughs> um complete the sentence mm-hmm. motherhood is amazing because
3: Um. There's magic in every day. Oh, that's I would nice. say there's always just a tiny little bit. Yeah. I would. There's always a. You can have a really, really bad day, but I think there's always something tiny in there that. Can you hear Rex screaming? Yes, yeah, he okay. He'll be fine. I'm sure he's just hungry. Greg can sort him out. Well, he can't. But I was going to say Greg can jiggle him. Do you need to? Uh, right, right. Well, we'll, we'll speed up to the end. Come on, come on, come on. <laughs> Rex is hungry. Um, what's been your most embarrassing mum moment? Oh gosh, um, Greg was competing when Milo was five, four or five months, uh, we were in the crowd, it was televised, and the camera panned to me in the audience as Milo was crying, writhing and had poo all up his baby grow. Oh, and no. I was trying to put my boob away and shelter it. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness, yeah. what did you do? I didn't realise the, the camera was on oh, me. Oh, I see. No, I didn't realise the camera was on me until um, I got a few messages of people saying, well, you look nice and flustered. And I thought, oh my... Like what? Did what body parts did I have on show? Yeah. What, what? Did you, did you watch it sanctions? back? I did, and I did. I did look like a stressed first-time mum oh. because I was, and I had to go and change him on the uh, the floor of a of a toilet. So oh, the glamour, the yeah. glamour. Um, now, Susie, I would like you to show us what's really in your bag. Okay, there could be all manner of things in here. Here we go. Right, so nappy sack, a dinosaur. Is that uh Diplodocus. That's the Diplodocus. And Miner has a song where he goes, Diplodocus, Diplodocus. So that's why we have it on us all the time. I'm quite impressed. I knew
2: that was a diplo- Diplodocus, actually.
3: Well done. Um, some Love Boo baby lotion. That stuff smells Sm- amazing. Oh my gosh, doesn't it? Yeah. You sent me. Oh, yeah, I
2: did. The love Boo yes. stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah. Um,
2: I do love a bit of Love Boo. Yes, yeah,
3: so, okay. <laughs> yeah. Adult and child socks from. Bounce.
2: Oh yes, yes, yes! The trampoline uh, jumping trampoline sessions. place.
3: Yes. Hand sanitizer. We have some Jo Malone perfume. Oh, nice! Because, what kind? Um, wild bluebell. Oh, because I smell it. I do love Joe Malone. Oh, that's nice. Yeah. Uh, we've got some Snuffle Babe nasal spray. Um, which is just—it's like the most amazing thing. So does that get rid of the when they're blocked up? Yeah, I can't even explain to you we didn't have this with milo it's a godsend you oh. spray it up their nose from newborn yeah and within seconds either snot's running out or they sneeze and it's like wow. an explosion
2: this is the worst thing when they're when they're bunged
3: up i know and you can't help
2: them that's the worst thing yeah when my little one was a baby all we had to do was like we had some device to kind of i think it was like a it's not a thing a sucky
3: thing yeah like a rubber thing yeah and they don't work no no, never
2: worked oh, so that's good that's what snuffle baby snuffle baby yeah cool it's top tip deep.
3: yeah it's really good um okay I've got mints breath freshener all that kind of fun stuff it is important Basically, to have fresh breath it's all things that make me feel better when I'm on the run because you know how sweaty you get yeah there'll be a lot of stuff like look, lipstick more mints and then receipts for Nando's so that's just the front pocket
2: Delving into the main main pocket now. deodorant. Deodorant,
3: yeah. Have you smelled that one, by the way? No, I haven't. What it's, is it? It's pear Dove, and it's amazing. Pear. Yeah. Oh wow. I know. Nice. Yeah. Uh, muslins.
2: Very nice, yeah. trendy, star shaped. Uh, well, not star shaped, but star print.
3: Um. My purse. Exciting and The Red Book.
2: The Red Book the of lit- Joy. Look. I, um, I I lost my child's red book. I feel like I'm the worst mum in the world. I'm definitely <laughs> going to be judged. There's Grapegate grape gate and now the red book confession. I have no idea where the red book is. We
3: have two for Milo because I lost mine and they gave me a new one. Then, of course, I found it.
0: Mm. So uh,
3: we've, we've got doubled up for, for Milo. Look. Right, paracetamol for me. Mm. More mints. This uh, benefits browsings because it's got a little mirror. Mm-hmm. And when I get hot, my eyebrows slide off oh
2: really yeah i really do feel like this bag is like a survival kit for you susie you've got everything to keep you fresh and and minty
3: oh look at that shopping shopping list list? there we go
2: lemons sausages chili powder chicken stock it looks like you were actually cooking something proper from
3: scratch there i think i was and i like how i've put Plasters? Plasters. With a, with a question mark. I don't know why I was asking myself if I might need plasters, but blueberries, look, there we go, to cut up.
2: To cut up, yes, very small.
3: Okay, so in here we've got trousers for Milo and a pair of pants because he is toilet trained, but you can guarantee the day we don't have them is the day he wets himself.
2: I think probably until they're at least five or six, you need to have a change of clothes just in case. Yeah.
3: Um. So we've got that, and we've got a baby grow, and... Trousers for Rex and then baby growing trousers for Rex because he has a tendency to poo himself Aww. and for it to go through. To be fair, he is only how many weeks is he? Oh,
2: you should know Susie. Oh my god. I'm judging you I right now. I, I think <laughs>
3: he's covered up for 14. I'm gonna say
2: 14. 14-ish.
3: 14-ish and then again a perfume.
2: I'm really impressed. You've got two perfumes and an deodorant <laughs> and loads of breath mints. It kind of feels like you've got you've got a real issue with being fragrant.
3: I have. It's because I'm always really sweaty and hot. And I'm running everywhere. Do you know? Do you notice though? I haven't. I'm going to say though, it's because I've just given it to Greg. I haven't actually got any changing stuff in there.
2: Oh no, you haven't, have you? No, I haven't have got any nappies or wipes. One singular nappy. But
3: that's because that's because Greg's got it
2: all upstairs. Yeah. With well, Rex, who's currently
3: screaming, screaming. Yeah, but I should have there's in there shouldn't
2: i well, a good, like a good mom well you know if you took out some of that perfume you'd have room for some nappies susie i'm <laughs> it's not, not you know me
3: about me isn't it it's bad yeah apart from the red book
2: listen susie yeah. while you're uh refilling your your bag with all your stuff let me just say thank you so much for being my guest today thank you it has been lovely it was even lovelier second time round to chat to you um, i think it was better do you think so We'll never well, know. I hope so. We'll never know. It's, it's been brilliant. So, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you for coming. As always, thank you for listening. And you know the drill if you've enjoyed this episode, then hop onto iTunes and give me a review and a rating because it really, really helps. Uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in. And I'll catch up with you next time.